Welcome to another episode of Finesse Media Podcast, Season 2, with your host, Ken Finesse Media, and co-host, Treat a Millionaire. As the hosts gather their show notes and stage the studio for their next guest, sit back, sit back, turn up your volume, and get ready for something brand new. Media Podcast. I'm your host, Ken Finesse Media, and I got my co-host, Teresa Media, in there in the studio with me uh, as well. And each and every week on Finesse Media, if you're just clicking on this episode, we talk about uh, HBCUs, people that's finessing the game and that's performing at the highest level of the crowd. So this episode is just like the other episodes before. So if you haven't checked us out, make sure you follow us on all of our social media platforms, Facebook, Finesse Media, LLC, and if you're on Instagram, that's at Finesse Media. And if you're on Twitter, we're underscore Finesse Media. And then also TikTok, which is a recent app everybody's on. And uh, check us out there, Finesse Media. So hit us up. And then again, we talk about HBCUs, historically black colleges, for those that don't know what that means, each and every week on our episodes. So this week, we got another HBCU we'll be spotlighting. And again, if your HBCU is one that you want us to spotlight, hit us up, finessemediapodcast at gmail.com, and we will love to spotlight your university. And then also, when you come on the episode, we want you to talk about the HBCU that you attended. So hit us up. We love to bring on your uh, experience to our listeners uh, for our HBCU of the week. Each and every week. And so, again, man, my co-host, Tree, she's out the building today, actually. So uh, it's just myself in the studio holding it down again in the lion's den. But each and every week, like I said, we got a Vanessa, my blood cousin. Can't wait to talk to Mr. Danny Royce. Uh, and um, y'all know the things he's got going on, man. So we're going to jump into a real quick music track, and we'll be back with Danny Royce, because I hope you're ready. Uh, we got lots to talk about and uh, things to catch up on. This track is coming from Selena Johnson and Q Parker. We played it on a couple of episodes before in the past. We're going to bring it to you again. Selena Johnson, Q Parker from 112, and this track is called Home. We'll be back with Finesse Media Podcast Season 2. Here we go. Bring me some passion, some passion. Emotions are easy to explore Oh, I'll let you in If you let me in And we won't pretend Like we don't know love That's all we defend And we both have gone I'll tell all my fears to be quiet If you speak your heart on the side you might get away Your heart away now I'm Oh 
Johnson, R&B Divas, Grammy-nominated artist, uh, co-host of The View. I'm sorry, The uh, Sister Circle. Uh, she was also on a couple of episodes before. Check her out, Selena Johnson and Q Parker with Home, man. That's a, a dope track. I love it uh, so much. There really, is always man, a curious... At this time, it's time to bring on our eyes. Especially because of this episode. Um, my cousin. Uh, an actor that's doing many things, so definitely want to give him the proper introduction. He's from Chicago, Illinois. Uh, Danny Royce is. He's an award-winning actor, host, published model, and entrepreneur. He's a two-time Best Actor Award winner for his performance in 93 Miles and starred in a two-featured film, two-featured film, sorry, that were accepted by the Cannes 2008 and 2019, respectfully. Danny is a health and wellness advocate and is the founder and owner of a fitness lifestyle company named Fit, which means focus on inner transformation. Danny hosts an inspirational and motivational podcast. That's what's up. See how we do it in our family? He hosts an inspirational and motivational podcast titled Why Wait and produces the hottest new live digital show entitled Inside the Black Actor Studio. Check that out. It's definitely good, y'all. Uh, it's on Black Hollywood Live Network. Attached to Marie Minois. I may say that wrong. He'll come and correct me if I did. But he strives to be the best that he can be in all aspects of life. And lives by his motto, born to inspire. Danny loves his family and is one of his, on one of his greatest motivators. Love for his family is one of his greatest motivators. He truly cherishes the love and support of his family, friends, and fans. With God on his side, nothing is impossible. Make some noise for my cousin, all the way from Chicago, a little bit by way of uh, L.A., but maybe I should say in L.A., but by way of Chicago, make some noise. You heard it for the award-winning actor, Danny Royce. Man. Welcome to the podcast. So happy to speak with What's you. What's going on, and, uh, Let's do it. You're so busy, bro. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for that inter- uh, introduction. I appreciate it. How y'all doing out there? Yeah, that's definitely it, man. I'm so happy to have you on this uh, this podcast, bro. And uh, so let's you. talk. Yeah, pleasure, uh, what's been going on? You, you're in L.A. Uh, uh, you're you're yes. doing acting. You're doing fitness. Uh, a moment ago, for people who's listening behind the scenes, I'm like, listen, what are you doing? Because you're having clients. So I'm like, what are you doing? Like, he has his hands, y'all, in so many different things. So uh, he's also a fitness instructor. So you're busy doing that in L.A. from Chicago. Uh, how is it living yeah. out there, uh, you know, doing those many different things? Well, you know, in L.A., it's uh, it's, it's a hard city. I'm not going to lie, but it's a city of dreams, a city of uh, of opportunities. Many, many opportunities. So, um, you know, I have many different passions, as many people do. And, um, you know, I just, I believe to to use all the talents and gifts God gave me. And so I uh, continue to help people become the best version of themselves mentally, physically, spiritually. And um, I do that through my acting, through my fitness, uh, and through my hosting. 
So every yeah. every platform that I have, pretty much, is a way to inspire people and keep people motivated. Man, that's dope. I mean, uh, you know, d- doing what you're doing because uh, out in L.A. Uh, as an actor is certainly challenging. So I know being out there, Man. you know, you holding it down, being, you know, uh, aggressive, really, in that market. Yeah. Uh, for sure, you, yeah. you're doing all, all those things. And let me tell you, like, um, it's it's really, <laughs> yeah, it's, and just to give you a perspective here, you know, you got uh, thousands, and, you know, thousands of actors out here, and, you know, you may have 3,000 people going out for one role, you know, and then mm. it'll go down, it'll go down to maybe 500, and another step, maybe 200. Then finally, when you get to about <laughs> 10 people, you know, out of that 3,000, then you got, you know, your other callbacks. So then you have, you go to about two people. And then from that, you finally sit. So just think about, you know, <laughs> how many. Yeah. Yes, so, so how many, you right. You got to have a thick skin. Yeah, I can imagine. So, you know, you know, acting is not something new. So it's been around for decades. We, we African-Americans, right. you know, particularly has, you know, uh, made a footprint. Uh, in this in- industry, which is what I want to go into with my next question was in L.A., you know, how are you seeing uh, roles where you're being offered or that I should say roles are being more uh, diversified? Are you seeing a lot of diversity? Um, have you, you know, in L.A.? Because you've been out there for, is it four or five years now? Yeah, it'll be five years this year. Yeah. Um, yes, I, <laughs> I'm i seeing, it's, it's a lot of inclusion going on, you know, and that's from um, uh, you know, blacks, uh, people of color in general, you know, to LGBTQ, to uh, disability. Um, so there's a lot of inclusion going on. Uh, I feel like we have come a long way. There are a lot of roles that are uh, being given to, you know, uh, the black community as far as, you know, being more educated and having more of a story arc, you know, and <laughs> we get our uh, we get a lot of, you know, the, um, I'm blanking on his name. What is it? Uh, you know, Black Panther. Uh, <laughs> uh yeah, Chadwick Chad. Chad. um, yeah, Chad uh, yeah, Michael Chad. B. Jordan, you know, um, so, but we're going through this thing where it's like, <laughs> like back in the day when we had our few black men that could actually play leading roles like Denzel and, and maybe Wesley Snipes, you know, and you kept seeing them and everything. Right. So mm-hmm. we're kind of we're kind of going back to that. I know. I hope we we get out of that real quick because we're starting to see a lot of the the same <laughs> the same mm-hmm. black men taking these lead roles. Um, but you know, I think it's got a, a lot better uh, as far as in front of the camera. We need to work more behind the camera on that Absolutely. situation. I know Lena Waithe uh, is really doing her thing. Ever Duvernay, you know, we got Tyler Perry. But the thing is, like, who, at the end of the day, who's signing the checks? And right. so who's those are the ones, that? you know, those are people in power. So we need to get into those positions uh, to really make a change. Mm-hmm. And you're doing that, though, uh, which is another, another yep. segue. Because <laughs> the inside uh, <laughs> is at the Black Actors Studio. 
Uh, man, listen, again, yeah. check that out for people that's listening. Uh, I want you to talk about it, but, you know, what's that? Inside the Black Actors Studio, you have a way of making uh, your footprint, being a host uh, on that show, and bringing on black actors and you know, really spotlighting, you know, kind of what they're doing in a very specific way. So uh, tell us about, you know, our listeners about the Inside the Black Actors Studio. Yeah, man, it's something, it's a project I'm really uh I've been really excited about, and I'm glad that we're still doing it, and it's getting stronger and better than ever. Uh, so basically, you know, uh, rest in peace, the late James Lipton, mm-hmm. uh, who's the host of Inside the Actors Studio. Truly um, an icon. I've been hosting for, yeah, an icon, man, just a brilliant man. Um, and so I just, you know, I, I was hosting for a while. I did Empire After Show for a while, and I got... I really started liking hosting. I never thought I'd really get into it, but I did it for about two years. Um, and then we just, you know, I, they really loved me. And then, like, the production company just started just ask me, like, would you be interested in hosting your own show? And so mm-hmm. we, you know, this was in, uh, this was in late uh, 2018. Um, so, you know, we were just brainstorming, like, obviously it's got to be about acting because you're an actor. And then, you know, I wanted to be inspiring, uplifting, and, and motivating people at the same time. So, you know, I'm like, inside the Black Actors Studio just, just, just was born. And my goal for that is to just, you know, help the Black community see that we are beautiful and powerful and talented and gifted. And we're not just, you know, Pookie the crackhead. And we're not, you know, looking at the thug. <laughs> right, exactly. And, mm-hmm. and it's like these things. You know, we we can do anything, you know, and it's I I love hearing people's stories. Like, you know, we had Tay Diggs on, we had Tyra Farrell on, mm. you know, and all these amazing actors and actresses, uh, producers, directors, and we really dive down their life uh, to wh- how they got to where they are, the ups, the downs. You know, we're, it's it's really uh, an amazing conversation, and I hope everybody gets a chance to go check it out. Uh, we have great conversations because we highlight things that, you know, you don't see uh, interviews on other platforms as far as, like, you know, people just really care about who you're sleeping with or, you know, right. <laughs> who you're talking to, right. who you're dating, you know. Uh, and, you know, Tay Diggs himself, he's just like, you know, this is one of the best interviews uh, he's had because I don't care about that stuff. You know, it's it's what can we do to bring our people to the next level? And that's mm-hmm. what I'm all about. And that's what you're doing, and that's what I had said. You're bringing on black actors and, you know, asking and, and really spotlighting very specific things. Uh, so it's not just mm-hmm. the actor itself. It's kind of what you're able to pull uh, from that actor and as they, you know, kind of come on and, and share that space with you. But also, I kind of want to go right. back into the fitness thing, uh, F-I-T, because uh, you got your – because yeah. I'm going to go back into your acting because you got so much coming up. But I want to jump back into my, what I led in uh, with was F-I-T. Uh, and you doing the yeah. fitness uh, in, instructing there. So being an actor and also being a fitness instructor, that's a, that's a lot to juggle. And certainly in L.A. when everyone, I'm, I'm sure, is trying to be fit and stay fit. So tell us about yeah. our listeners. Uh, <laughs> you know how it is. I'm sure it is. Tell yeah. our listeners about, uh, you know, uh, FIT, uh, which, again, for again for those that can catch it in the beginning, it's focused on inner transformation. So, 
Yeah, bro. It's um. So about three years ago, I, I came out in LA. Uh, this year in June will be my fifth year uh, anniversary. <laughs> but I came uh, out here um, shortly, you know, after I turned uh, um, 25, and so I uh, man, it, it was going through a lot of a lot of stuff, you know, moving to LA. It's a big city. It's a competitive. It's you know, a lot of people. They smile in your face. <laughs> mm, yeah. Kind of saying the song, smile in your face, you know what I mean? No, but, you go, um, ahead, go. Use this your platform. This your platform right. <laughs> <laughs> nice. But you know, it's 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 like that. So, but you know, mm. being from Chicago, like you can you you got you can spot the energy. You know how it is. Like you can you get a good feel of who's for you and who's not. You know. Um, mm-hmm. So it, I was just going through this transformational stage where, like, you know, I was finding myself. I was getting to know myself more. Um, as an artist, as an individual, spiritually, I, I went on a spiritual uh, journey, pretty much. I fasted, did all that. So it came to me where, um, you know, what really motivated me in fitness was, uh, you know, my brother was injured when he was younger, and he is down in the wheelchair. Uh, been about 25, 26 years. So. It just the the things that we get up in the morning, we tie our shoes, we you know mm-hmm. get in our cars, we go take to work, we go make breakfast, we take all that stuff for granted. And I like I I'm here to I help people you know become the best version of themselves because it's the transformation within. Because you know you got these people who are you know they're pushing fitness right, but if you don't have a clear mind, if your if your mind and your heart's not exercise enough and not strong enough you're going to go back to the same routine so my job and the company we that i have what we do and the trainers here we focus on getting people to see their flaws getting mm-hmm. people to transform through meditation through fasting all that stuff as well as the fitness aspect so what we like to do is we call ourselves you know life coach with fitness <laughs> with fitness expertise um mm. so that's what really motivates I mean, you, me that's it i mean you have to have that inner you know uh, mentality really and then the outside right. i'm not a fitness person those that know me and listen i mean you already know <laughs> but I get the meditation i get with you know the focus within and finding yourself within and, and what you're doing and inspiring folks uh really uh to Work out. I mean, essentially, and, and be in shape, but to really start there within, uh, it's not a tough. It's yeah, not it's an easy. Choice. Yeah, it's a choice. It's not. It's not, it's not an easy. You know, it's it's a choice and it's a dedication. It's a it's a discipline. A lot of people lack discipline. Um, so it's it's really training somebody to really pick up all these habits that they probably mm-hmm. never had before in their lives, <laughs> which is extremely hard. Um, so you just kind of got to you got to work with everyone differently. Everyone receives training differently. You know, just, you just mm-hmm. got to know so who you, you're talking to. And do you take that motto born to inspire into that business, into that craft and maybe even to acting? I'm sure because, you know, that motto really is, is uh, you know, that you go by is is, is powerful. You have to. inspire. Yeah. So do you you do right. a lot of that, you know, or take that motto? into those fields as well yes sir i mean all the time um i mean let me ask you a quick question what's your what's one of your favorite movies that pops into mind right now that pops in my mind yeah one of your favorite movies 
Mm. I would say uh, set it off. Let's just say set it off. We'll keep it on the okay, West Coast. Okay, set it off. <laughs> <laughs> so set it off, I'm sure, impacted you in a way, right? Yeah. Because that was, that came out a good over 20, maybe almost 30 years ago, right? Yeah, almost. Yeah. But mm-hmm. so it's an older movie. So it inspired you or it impacted you in some way, shape, or form. So telling these stories on screen, you know, acting, people think acting is, uh, is you just making believe, it, which it, a lot of it is, you know, you're pretty much lying. You got to lie to your audience, right? <laughs> Make them believe something that's going on. But it's deeper than that because movies can bring memories of a lifetime. Like you can remember watching something with your family. Oh, we watched that every Christmas. Oh, I remember watching that with my grandmother. You know, it, it connects us, art in general. So when I step on screen or when I step on set, I remember who I'm doing this for. It's not just me, you know. It's it's my father in heaven. Mm-hmm. It's the people who are cheering me on, and it's also to create memories and inspire people that this whatever this story is telling, that someone out there is relating to this story. So I'm going to tell it the best way I can. So I'm not just lying. I'm going to be authentic. And so I did. I do that with acting, and I do that with fitness. I do that with everything I can I can do because if I step out that door, then someone's watching. You don't know who's watching, but someone is. And if that little that person you talk to may be committing suicide later on, or then you know thinking about it and you change their lives, which has happened to me before, then you never know. Oh what wow! You're Let's to. talk about so that. It's just so you yeah, see some. <laughs> Yeah, so, so you received some some information from someone that was, and that's right. I mean, really. Um, right. So you received some information from somebody that was contemplating suicide. Yeah, yeah, man. It's just um, so I also have a, pa- a podcast of Why um, uh, Wait. So uh, it's on hiatus now, but basically, you know, it's about us taking the step, doing what we need to do to get things done. No procrastinating. Why wait? Right. So um, I had her on there. Uh, you can check it out. It's an episode. Um, uh, and she, um, I had spoken to her, and that day she said she was contemplating suicide. But I didn't know anything until afterwards. But we had talked about everything, her father, you know, all this stuff. And she really just needed to be heard. But the thing was, she didn't know how to get help. And that's what people don't realize. They don't know how to say help. And I need someone to listen to me or talk to me. So by the grace of God, it was I was just there, right place, right time. And, you know, she expressed that to me afterwards. But that made me realize that I'm like, that person that I'm flipping off, <laughs> that cut me off, you know, mm-hmm. in traffic, I don't know what's going on with them. So, you know, let me just exactly. breathe, relax, and keep it moving. <laughs> No, so, yeah. no, that's it. I'm in Maybe traffic. I mean, folks. No, it's very disrespectful. Uh, I, I, you know, being here in Texas, it's off the chain. So if you're in Texas and you're listening, mm-hmm. uh, y'all drive crazy. And, Man, uh, it's it's one of those things where I always go with the the other narrative and and say, well, you don't know what that person's going through. Uh, right. You know, so I pray for you. You know, hope your day gets better. And uh, the other part, to, to you know, to even just like pull it off or just roll it off, I should say. I just go like, yo, you're mad. Like, you hella mad. Like, you blowing the horn. You're doing all this. And I'm chilling. Like, 
I'm riding peacefully. Like, I'm not even, like, been out of shape. Whether I'm right or wrong, like, let's be honest. So, because sometimes, you know, you get out there and you go, damn, I did mess up. But I don't even get out of body. I'm not even changing because that energy, you know, will go on all day. And now I'm just thrown off by it. So, no, I I totally get it where you want to be, you know, kind of sympathetic and just kind of looking at folks and saying, hey, you don't know what they're going through and kind of making sure that, you're not putting yourself out of character, but staying in character and going back to movies, you did the cry, which everybody thought was me. So everybody's listening, you know for sure. For sure. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know for sure. Your DMs, no. <laughs> Man, listen, because we talked about it off air, but yes. So for the record, that's that's him. This is him. He is the actor. Uh, so the cry, uh, which you can catch on Amazon Prime. Talk to me about that role, man. And uh, how was it being a part of that uh, film? <laughs> it was it was a fun role. Um, I never really had a role where I played um, kind of nerdy, uh, you know, geeky Duke. The name is Duke Watson. Um, he helps an assassin out that's trying to. Um, he's he's on the run away from this organization who's trying to take him out uh, because he has some you know information. And so I'm trying to, <laughs> I'm helping him, uh, you know, I'm like this little, you know, uh, voice in his ear telling him which way to go and do all that. Mm-hmm. So it was really fun. I had a lot of fun with the character. Um, <laughs> it's, it's, it's interesting to see when you, when you do uh, check it out on Amazon, uh, it's kind of like seeing The Rock uh, being, <laughs> and Steve Urkel mixed together in one. That's kind of what I call, I call my character because I'm just like this big mass of, of a person mm-hmm. and suspenders and stuff but yeah it was a fun time i enjoyed it it, it was a it was definitely I, I know you did a couple of other things we'll talk about it in a second but uh i too was thinking like yo this is a different look so while everyone was thinking it was me i was thinking it wasn't him either so I was thinking, <laughs> like, yo, this is a different you know character uh, from you, the, the the clip you shared with me about the uh, you being you know your role as a detective in that in that movie. I don't know if I can say it. I don't know if it's out yet, but that was for me like okay, that's the Danny I know. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, definitely. You know, sometimes well, mm-hmm. as, sometimes you do these roles, you know, um, and you just it may be out of your brand a little bit, but you know if you have fun on saying it's a good environment, you know. And you're just trying something new to add to your your repertoire. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> yeah, Almost sometimes certainly. you just do those things. Yeah, oh, yeah. Certainly being out there again in L.A. because you got to keep it moving. You know, you got to yeah. you know certainly yeah. be as di- diversified, you know, as possible in your talent. And you <laughs> certainly are. You certainly uh, is that. And so I don't even know if I said it. I, I make sure that I say to every guest. I'm not sure if they listen uh, or is you know in queue. Or in queue when I say it, like when we bring people on this platform, it's those people that's finessing the game, cause and so this is no mm-hmm. nepotism here. I think if I didn't know you, obviously with the many talents, talents and the things that you're doing, uh, I would have reached out to you anyway. But that's what media <laughs> is. So for those that listen and subscribe, uh, they already know. And so you definitely are finesse. Mm-hmm. So uh, with the many things you're doing, that's why I reached out to you. I said, yo, you're somebody that's finessing the motherfucking game, and I need to have you on the show. Hey. And uh, again, we talked a couple <laughs> about this uh, setting. So thank you for coming on. But just wanted to kind of reiterate, uh, you know, to you, oh, yeah, our listeners, that you are finesse. 
most death row. And so you got I appreciate you it. got the family business on BET uh, that's premiering. Hey. In Let's talk about that. Uh, well, as much as hey. you can, I guess I should say as well. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what's that? What's that, that all about? And that's coming back. I'm happy <laughs> it is coming back. Yeah, season two is coming back. Um, yeah, it's pretty exciting. That was a good. That was a good. Uh, good time on set. So actually, Miguel Nunez Jr. Um, you know, I was filming the scene with him. So I actually met him last year when I had him on my show uh, inside the Black Actor Studio. And he is a riot. If you get a chance to check that interview out, man, <laughs> it's uncut, unrated, and he's just off the wall as he always is. But um, yeah, so it was just a, it was a great opportunity to see him again and work with him on the set. And um, you know, my my character name is Brian. Uh, shout out to you know Carl Weber and uh, and Trey that the director is on set. Uh, very very accommodating. And you know the that it was it was a rough day in LA that day. It was I remember it was raining. We had this whole this whole you know virus issue going around. <laughs> so mm. I was like, oh, are they gonna are they gonna stop production? And then but everything was it was dope. Uh, <laughs> I had a great time. BT, they're, they're good people out there, and hope That's to work with them pretty soon. And do is there a date for April? Um, as of now, not yet. Just with everything going on, um, right, pushing right. a lot of premieres and a lot of releases and all that stuff out. But it's still um, heading for April, I believe, probably mid-April or something like that. Okay, and it's already recorded, right? You guys already already taped. Yeah, so they yeah. just uh, wrapped up the that episode uh, like a week and a half ago. Um, so yeah, a lot of a lot of shows you know i can explain you know for your viewers who are not familiar but a lot of the shows that do get taped um one episode can take two to three days you know it just depends on the logistics and what's everything going on and then you have post-production um and then which that can take you know days as well so sometimes you won't get an episode out to about a week or two weeks depending on the the show so obviously you'll have you know, you'll have episodes one, two, and three done, but you're still working on four, five, and six. Those will come out while you're working on that. So it's just like a, a you know, um, just keep going. But if you have like sitcoms and stuff like that, then those are taped quicker and more fast-paced. So it'll do like three episodes in a day sometimes. So just depends on the show. That's what's up. No, and it is, you know, it is. It is good that you're, you know, kind of explaining that to me and our listeners because I don't know much about how production works behind the film and, and the whole acting, the acting world. And so with acting and, you know, doing the fitness uh, and being a model, because we're going to touch on that. Mm-hmm. Let me tell yeah. you, I was scrolling and I say, listen, who is this? I'm talking? <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, wait. This is tough. So uh, ladies, check them out. Guys, check them out. Hey. Um, so you're doing the modeling thing, bro. It is uh, looking good on you. You're definitely a, a guy with some dab near, with some swag. Um, so hey. how is that journey in L.A.? Is that difficult? Uh, as I you know, presume it is or assume it is. But how is uh, your modeling career going? So, uh, yeah, modeling modeling is good. Uh, right now I'm more um, strictly doing, uh, or specifically I should say, uh, print which is like everything on, from ads to magazines to commercials, stuff like that, um, and uh, internet, digital. I'm uh, doing more of those 
um, model um, productions and also different projects in fitness. So I'm really stepping into the fitness modeling aspect. Whereas before, uh, when I first started modeling, it was all mainly, you know, swimwear and, and underwear, stuff like that, which is cool. But, you know, as you get, you know, as you get longer in the game and you start learning and knowing yourself yeah, more that. and all that. It, um, it was that cuz that I was like, wait, who is this person? And then I looked up at the face <laughs> and go, okay, that's cuz. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then he got some swimwear, uh, Molly, because I, I, I saw yeah. suits, I saw sit down, and then the swimwear. Yeah. So, I, you know, in L.A., you know, ain't nobody got clothes on there. You got to do it. So it's definitely appropriate. Hey, but. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, the less clothes on, the better now. Uh, but, but, yeah, it's just, yeah, um, it's, modeling game is really fun out here, man. It's, just, it's competitive, right. just like everything else. But once you find mm-hmm. your little, your little Nick tight group, you know, let me uh, let me tell you, like, the, out here, it's so important to have a tribe, a good tribe that uplifts you, that you can bounce ideas off of, that can tell you the truth if you suck or not. You know, you, this is... It's so important out here to build that tribe, uh, and it takes some time. You know, you gotta you gotta see who you can mesh with, or you know, who you can <laughs> you can build your tribe with. But once you got it, man, so many opportunities just come falling on you. And then obviously the faith and you know, having God, you know, trusting in God, and just you know having Him lead you to where you need you to be. That's right. That's so right. yeah, but it's modeling it. So what do you say? <laughs> you know, I said that's right. Keeping God first. Um, you got you know, to, you got to. Man. You, once you do that, you know, pretty much everything falls and in, fall into place. And uh, things that's coming down the pipeline. We got Lloyd. Hey. We got the, the VTH wall. We got the new life. Hey. We got family lives. Hope. Talk to us <laughs> about these films that's coming up, cause cause you got some wow. stuff that's about to shoot off in the cannon. We got some stuff, man, and. uh also, I want to say shout out to Metology Productions for uh, for getting that nice, awesome uh, calendar out. That just had a calendar release this year. Um, okay. They got a got a lot of black men wearing hardly anything, so go check it out. Uh, <laughs> um, but the projects that are coming out um, uh, got Lloyd. Uh, Lloyd is a, a uh, film. And about a, a couple who was struggling in the South um, with their identities and also with um, racial um, riots and the death of a family. So it's a really dramatic piece that's coming out next year. Keep an eye out for that. You'll see it on uh, Amazon. And uh, Family Lines is actually... That is the little project that, that I'm producing, and I wrote. Um, all right, all right, all right. That, yeah, it's a sitcom. It's a sitcom that's coming out, so um, we got some heat on it. We got some heat on it, and uh, hoping to get that out uh, before the end of this year. I uh, can't talk too much about it, but just keep an eye out for Family Lines. <laughs> mm-hmm. it's, uh, it's, it's definitely going to change some things. And then the Hope. Hope is actually uh, a short film that... I'm working on as well. I wrote, uh, and that is about um, a uh, black teenager. She has been uh, in foster care. She was raised um, by a single mother, abused. Um, She gets into sex trafficking, and the only thing that keeps her living and able to go another day is her love 
and unconditional love she receives from acting. And so it's about loss, it's about pain, but it's also about having hope and winning because I'm I'm tired of seeing all these black women <laughs> being victims in these films. <laughs> like even yeah, though you're victimized. It's definitely you know, to be that pattern. Uh, yeah, it's just like even though you're victimized, it's like you are a strong queen. Like and so hope she really finds her voice, she really finds her power. Um, so I'm pretty excited about that. We got some name actors attached to it. Um, so that's that's coming out. We're going into pre-production uh, right after this whole mess is settled, hopefully <laughs> soon. Nice. But you know, when and then, when and then we can uh, move about. You know the, the way, man. So keep, like I say, finessing the game because uh, there's so many. You know, uh, you know things that you're doing and that I, I, I wish the best for you uh, on. And uh, really, sir, I thank you for so much for joining this podcast. Uh, you definitely have been finessed yeah. by Finesse Media. And let our listeners know, um, Danny Royce, how they can keep up with you <laughs> follow you. We can support you, more importantly, on the things that you're doing. Yes. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And I want to say thank you so much for having me on here as a guest. You're doing your thing. We out here. You know, you're going to have to come to L.A. and come visit me. Yeah. <laughs> for sure, for sure. Uh, and congratulations on your family, the new addition to your family, uh, for sure. And um, you, everybody can find me at, uh, at I am Danny Race on across uh, all social media platforms. Uh, if you want to check out my fitness life, you can go to fit, uh, F-I-T, by Royce, B-Y-R-O-Y-C-E. And that is on all social media platforms. And um, and I got all my projects and things like that. If you want to check it out, and um, Black Act Inside the Black Actor Studio, all that on my website at IamDannyRoyce uh, dot com. Danny Royce, it. man, my Danny Royce, man. This is real. This is real. Um, thank you, cuz, so much for joining the Finesse Media Podcast. Of course. You have thank, definitely thank been finesse. And don't go anywhere, man. Stick around. We got a little bit left in this podcast episode. Uh, each and every week, we talk about HBCUs and spotlight HBCUs. And this week, our HBCU of the week uh, is Bethune Cookman. So, y'all, sit back. We're going to get some information on Bethune Cookman. Danny Royce, man, hold it down, bro. Sit tight. We'll be back with our HBCU of the week. Historically black colleges and universities commonly called HBCUs are defined by the Higher Education Act of 1965 as any historically black college or university that was established prior to 1964 whose principal was and is the education of black Americans and that is accredited by a nationally recognized accrediting agency or association determined by the Secretary of Education. It's now time for the Finesse Media Podcast, HBCU of the Week. Hey, the HBCU of the Week uh, is Bethune-Cookman University. Bethune-Cookman University is a private historically black college university in Daytona Beach, Florida. Shout out to my Floridians. The primary administration building, Whitehall, and the Mary McClyde Bethune Cookman Hall is all registered in the National Registry of the Historic Places. 
So Bethune-Cookman, you are the HBCU of the week, Vanessa Media Podcast. And again, each and every week on Finesse Media, we talk about HBCU. So if you want your HBCU to be spotlighted, hit us up, Podcast at gmail.com. But Thune Cookman, I know you're holding it down. I know it's been a tough semester, and I know things are doing it. But I love Thune Cookman, one of my favorite HBCUs. The band has always put on the show. So thank you so much for being our HBCU of the week. Uh, we honor you. We love you. Support our HBCUs. They are important. And Continue to support Finesse Media Podcast Season 2 and Seasons to Come. You can hit us up, Finesse Media LLC, on Facebook. And also, if you're on Instagram, hit us up at Finesse Media. Also, on TikTok, we're at Finesse Media. And then on Twitter, we're underscore at Finesse Media. And shout out to my cousin, Danny Royce, for joining this episode of Finesse Media Podcast. One of the people I know, again, that's closest to me, that's finessing the game. So you've been finessed, and I hope you guys support each and everything he's doing. Shout out to the West Coast, because you're taking care of my family, all the way from Chicago, Illinois. But this episode, again, has been one for the books. It's been good. Treese, I miss you on this episode, man, but we're going to hold it down each and every week. You can hit us up, and make sure you follow and subscribe Finesse Media, so that new episodes are released. You're also notified. We'll see you next week on another Another episode of Finesse Media Podcast, Season 2, holding it down by myself in the lion's den. <laughs> All right, y'all. Have a good one. You're listening to Finesse Media Podcast, where each week we bring our listeners the hottest topics in entertainment, media, sports, HBCU news, and special guest celebrity interviews. When we are on air, you are in tune with what's brand new. Thank you for listening to another episode of Finesse Media Podcast. Make sure that you hit the follow or subscribe button to be notified when new episodes are released. Also, make sure that you are following us on all of our social media pages. Instagram, we are at Finesse Media. Twitter, check us out at underscore Finesse Media. And on Facebook, Finesse Media LLC. See you next week with something brand new.